welcome, welcome to, to the summer tapes. Oh, you're going with the melody there. Oh, sure. You're going with a little song. I try. I'm, I'm a sing-songy gal. I can't help We're it. We're in a sing-songy mood today. I'm just in a little sing-songy mood yeah. with my little cup of coffee. <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> Which makes sense for uh, the, the case we'll be covering. Because, uh, uh-huh. well, there's not, like, there's not like music in it, but there's like songs. Yeah, well, no. <gasps> There's not songs. Stop. Did you just spoil it? No, I Logan, didn't spoil I think it. you just spoiled it. Because I think I know what it is now. I'm not going to say it if I think it is. But... No, I think you're completely wrong. I think I'm effing what do you, around. What do you think I think it is? I, don't, I have no idea what your thing is. You're like witches. No. The Summer Tapes episode one is about witches. Why have we never done a case on witches? Wait, Salem we... Witch Trials. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> not ha ha to the Salem Witch Trials. Ha ha to <laughs> we did the case. We're very sorry for that. <laughs> to Salem I know I know a friend who is going to Salem for vacation. Like, I'm so mad. I want to go. I want to really? go in October. I like joked about it for like mm-hmm. my uh, bachelorette party thing, but Are we no, going no to one, Salem no for one wants to go. Party? It's too expensive. Is it though? It like it seems like it's a cheap place to vacation because it's know. a town of only like three thousand. But I want to go in October. Mm, so, which is like the rates are going to be really I high. I dig my own graves. Oh. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's too expensive. Oh, what was I going to say? Oh, um, the person who's going, uh, she's going the same weekend as they do their pride, which I didn't even know Salem had a pride. They probably really, got really a really fun cute. pride. I, I could see people dressing up as like rainbow witches and stuff. That's going like, to be so cute. I, I feel like it would be a really cute thing Aww. to do. So Happy pride from the mystery files. Yes. Yes. We're celebrating... <laughs> The first episode of season three of the summer tapes. Can you believe we've done this for three years now? That's wild. We've been partying hard. It's just like wild to think about because the summer tapes, um, if anyone doesn't know, came from quarantine. Like, because mm-hmm. we were we were in the middle of a season, and yeah. the summer tapes is what turned us into a podcast. It did because that, that's radio when we show. started like hosting it. Yeah, well, didn't we, weren't we not able to go to do the actual radio show because they wouldn't let a certain amount of people in there or something? So we had yeah. to go to the podcast suites. Yeah, and also our university was shut down, so, like, mm-hmm. they weren't letting anybody in. So. Then we had to record on your phone. Yeah, oh, back in the day. And those Sweet videos are on YouTube. Notes. They are on YouTube. Go check them out on our YouTube channel, guys. Yeah. <laughs> then we did that little photo shoot at the state park, which was yeah. really cute. Uh, so by the cute. time this episode is up, everyone will know the marketing for us is that little cute ice cream parlor we did. Yes, it's really cute. Yeah. Go check it out if you haven't yet. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> that's that's one of my favorite things about doing the summer tapes. I like when we do like the mystery files as well, but yeah. I love whenever we do like such high concepts for the summer tapes because yeah. we make such a big deal about it. We're so dramatic about <laughs> we it. We can't help it. That's our personalities. And hopefully this season we'll get to do more episodes than like, God, I think it was only like six last year because yeah. I thought it was more my schedule because of work oh, and yeah. stuff. Well, I think then I was also working on that show too for a oh, hot sec yeah, there, so were. I had no time except mm-hmm. for sometimes on the weekends. Yeah. But even then I was but like. But then I worked <laughs> weekends at that job. and Yeah. <laughs> it was like I worked 12 hour days Monday mm-hmm. through Friday and then Saturday and Sunday I was like, I need yeah. time. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just, I'm really excited to get into it. It's just, uh, it's my favorite time of the year. And the case Yay. I picked for us is very summery. And I've hinted mm. at it for quite a while. Logan, I think I know what it is. I, I don't think you do. No, I literally think I do that. Uh, but, like, I, I lied about the songs. They don't sing. They kind of just, uh, project volume. I think I, I think I know. <laughs> Logan, you're literally telling me what it is. Okay, why don't you give me a little drum roll. Okay. For the first case for the summer tapes, we will be discussing the case of... Oh, woo! we're doing werewolves, oh, baby. <laughs> you really said, that's not what I thought it was. What did you think it I was? I thought it was, what are those um, sirens? Oh. But can you see where I got that, though? Well, I, was, I, I did mention songs. I did say. And you said one other thing. <laughs> what, what was the other thing you said? That I was like, that's literally a siren, though. Maybe I said that to throw you off, though. Maybe I was. But that's why we were talking here. Someone play back the clip. When you listen to this. <laughs> Look at it from the mindset of that's a siren. You'll know what I you know what I mean. Maybe but I'm a liar though. Watch it sirens and you you just said werewolves to throw me off. Well, everyone's gonna see the title of this episode as werewolf and they're gonna be like, Oh, he's talking about werewolf. 
<laughs> oh, they're gonna or they're gonna see it's sirens and be like, ah, they goofed him with the wolf part. What, what if I post this episode and like we discuss sirens and we're it's like false advertising? <laughs> That'll be funny. They're we like, can't oh, talk about sirens yet because we talked about like mermaids, mermaids. like few months that's ago, why i, I was like, like this is pretty soon but you do you i guess no i've been hitting at wanting to do werewolves for a while i literally yeah. said to you i was like i really want to do werewolves maybe for the summer tapes oh yeah tiki <laughs> i pay attention sometimes i can't help it but yes werewolves <laughs> i'm very excited um Ooh. one thing i want to talk about before we jumped into the case is what was your first experience with a werewolf? Because I know what, like, mine was, oh, and I want to know what yours well, is. I have two, the earliest I can remember, and one is not even that early. But the first thing is the Alvin and the Chipmunks werewolf. Do you ever see that oh, one? Mm-hmm. Where, yeah. um, what's-his-face Theodore turns into a werewolf? Yeah, that's a good one. And it's they really perform cute. the play, and it's, yeah. like, Jekyll and Hyde. And, and it's like, so cute. Like, Theodore, what are you doing? And he's like, rah, rah, rah. But he's so cute. So that, and then if you ever watched that Victoria Justice movie, the, um, Oh, my God, the, the boy who cried yeah. wolf. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, why is it kind of cute in its own way? It's really bad, but I won't stop watching it. Oh, my God. <laughs> no one can stop me. That's so funny. Oh, my God. Yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah. Um, what That one's so funny. So my first one... I'm scared. ...was the VHS tape of Scooby-Doo and the Reluctant (gasps) Werewolf. Oh my gosh, I forgot! (laughs) That's the one where they, like, go to the, like, Transylvania. Yeah! And then they have, like... It's like a car chase movie, like it's a race. (laughs) And then he turns into a werewolf. Mm -hmm. That was my first time, I think, like, recognizing what a werewolf was. Yeah. I was like four years old watching that and I was like, that's a werewolf. What about isn't there also Scooby Doo like Scare School that has like the girl werewolf? Yeah, well and the ghost. I, yeah, I think Scare School came from Reluctant Werewolf. Oh, okay. I do no. not remember the timeline. No, that's a different movie. But I used to watch this one and that one. Thirteen yes. Ghosts, I think is what it's 13 called. Thirteen Ghosts. Cute. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought it'd be so like cute to talk about because I just like that movie just holds a special place in my heart because my parents and my older sister would just play it on vhs when they wanted to shut me up they said calm logan down (laughs) it's it's probably my favorite scooby-doo movie i'd say which is it the reluctant werewolf huh the reluctant werewolf Mm -hmm, the reluctant werewolf. i wonder if it still calms you down uh you're gonna play it after this to get me to shut up (laughs) you're talking too much i just put it on and you're sitting in front of the tv and you're like (gasps) <laughs> I love that one is my favorite then also this is a niche one because mm-hmm. it's like later in the lineup but I like the Goblin King one too Goblin King. where they're on the train going to mm-hmm. like the underworld or something <laughs> I showed uh, uh my roommates that one mm-hmm. and they literally were like Logan what <laughs> I like the alien one where the dog and that mm-hmm. hippie girl are in it and there's aliens. Do you oh know yeah, what I'm well, talking those are the about? classics. Like but that's my favorite thing. one because it's aliens, of course. <laughs> and what's up with that girl and her dog? Aliens. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh the hippie. yeah. <laughs> the hippie and the blonde dog. <laughs> Love. Oh yeah. All right. So let's jump into this case of the werewolves. Oh. Jean shorts and all. Oh. Oh. Like <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> You're wearing jean shorts. I'm not. I shut up. I'm so dumb. You literally missed your opportunity. I'm so disappointed in you. (laughs) Actually disappointed. Wait, why did I... I should have put that in the marketing photo. Maybe I might do one for fun. A werewolf? Put you with the werewolf. Yeah. I make you into a werewolf. (gasps) I shouldn't have not shaved for that shoot then. Just... I'll get a picture of you in jean shorts and we'll do it. Okay. Okay. That sounds perfect. Continue. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So... In folklore, a werewolf, or occasionally known as a lycanthrope, which is what you heard me mm-hmm. listen to before this, oh. <laughs> is a human with the ability to shape shift into a wolf. Um, or especially in modern films, in a media, a more like hybrid wolf-like creature, where it's more humanoid than it is wolf. Mm-hmm. Um, it, but it is a human with the ability to shape shift and. Uh, either purposely or after being placed under a curse or affliction, often usually a bite or a scratch from another werewolf, with the transformations occurring on the night of a full moon. Early sources for belief in this ability of affliction, called lycanthropy, um, were from uh, Pet- Patronus. Patronus? Petronus? Oh, Patronus. It's in Harry Potter, too. Oh, oh! Yeah, the Patronus. Oh, okay. I didn't... Did not put those two together. No. Patronus from 27 to 66. And Gervasi Tilbury from 1150 to 1228. Hmm. So yeah, that's kind of, as we know, 
you know, you see in movies all the time, they're like <laughs> running down the street and then they see they got a werewolf slash and they're, they're like, turning no. Like, oh no, <laughs> I've seen it all. <laughs> So, the werewolf is a widespread concept in European folklore, existing in many variants which are related by a common development of Christian interpretation of underlying European folklore developed during the medieval period. So, basically, Europeans love demons and Satan because they love <laughs> God so much. You heard it here first. <laughs> All Christians love Satan. <laughs> Stop! That's You're talking blasphemy! <laughs> I'm a Christian, I can say. <laughs> we got what? The, the Church of Scientology after us. We got, we got the, the European Christians coming after us next. Like. Man, we, can, we can't help it. I just like to stir the pot a little. You know I'm just saying it for the reaction. I did watch oh an God. entire Scientology documentary after that talk that day. Really? It's the Leah Remini, the Scientology show on Netflix. I watched oh. like so many episodes and they're like 40 minutes long. Maybe they're werewolves. Maybe it's a cover up. <gasps> I think so. That makes would make a lot sense, right? of sense. I make sense. Uh, but yeah, so from the early modern period, werewolves were believed to also spread to the new world with colonialism, and belief in werewolves developed in the parallel to the belief in witches. So you weren't far <gasps> oh off when we were talking God. about Salem. Um, <laughs> in the course of the late Middle Ages and the early modern period, like the witch witchcraft trials as a whole, the trial of supposed werewolves emerged in what is now known as Switzerland especially mm. the Velas and Vaud, in the early 15th century and spread throughout the uh, Europe in the 16th century, peaking in the 17th century, and subsiding by the 18th century. So it looks like oh. persecution of werewolves was also a thing, which I actually did not know. It said it was in Switzerland? It started yeah, there? it started in Switzerland, the that persecution. That is so surprising. I feel like Switzerland has always seemed like such a, like a peaceful place to imagine they'd be persecuting people they believe to be these like crazy werewolf creatures mm -hmm. crazy to me <laughs> maybe that's why it's like so peaceful there now it's kind of like oh we we got all of our like uh <laughs> werewolf trials out of the way and got all that anger out so now we're chill people we're chill we had some, we had a whole little debacle there but now we're doing great <laughs> <laughs> no werewolves killed since like what was the year like around the same what type of uh, year it completely subsided by the 18th century but it peaked <laughs> in the 17th century so in the 1700s people were going nuts for werewolves can you imagine it gets to like <laughs> do you know how like at work places they have like 22 days since last injury <laughs> they have like since 18th century <laughs> no werewolves were harmed <laughs> they have like a war werewolf count on there too <laughs> 56 um, werewolves killed in the year but i think um it being in switzerland also makes sense because uh, uh we talked about this before on the show with like big eastern folklore stories eastern europe stories mm -hmm. um a lot of the time there was a lot of wolf sightings like yeah. so a lot of werewolf stuff came from the idea of like probably would have been just a regular wolf because they're very popular in switzerland from what yeah. i believe I'm didn't look... we talk about wolves in the spring heeled jack episode is that the one i'm thinking yeah of? yeah and that also werewolves? was in europe yeah see so, it's like, like the same vibe but yeah werewolves wolves just run around europe all running amok. Really what if you just got a big dog the other day i was at this park and this dog was like a straight up wolf off a leash in a park i was well, there like you go. i'm gonna get mauled by this scraggly looking <laughs> thing and i love dogs but i think it was scary so it's like no yeah exactly <laughs> No, you see just, like, a big dog, and you're like, werewolf! But that was a werewolf. I'm not even joking. It had, like, wiry fur and, like, mm. a weird-looking snout. During the daytime? During the daytime. Wow. They're really hiding in place. Ask sight. Benjamin. His whole family was there. We were like, I was scared that dog was going to hurt me. Um, so I googled it real quick. <laughs> yeah. And it says Switzerland has 30 to 35 wolves with well-established pack in the Kalanda region. That has been producing more pups each year. 30 types of wolf? Is that what you said? Or 30 30 wolves? to 35 wolves. Altogether, okay. I, so that's not as many as I was thinking it was, but it's But says... like, how big is the area? It's a very concentrated area. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's a lot of wolves. Yeah. Like, if I was like, yeah, 30 wolves live in Pittsburgh, <laughs> I'd be like, that's a lot of wolves for Pittsburgh. <laughs> like, imagine that. 
<laughs> we definitely have um as many uh god what what are they <laughs> what is it there's peacocks that run around pittsburgh too what are you saying you never peacocks? seen that there was a peacock that was running around pittsburgh the do one you, time do you know your bird slogan <laughs> yes there was a peacock running around pittsburgh I'm i feel serious. like i don't trust no, look I'm up a picture up. of a peacock and let peacock. me know if that's the right bird you're thinking of <laughs> i feel like you're wrong no look peacock that was running loose in mount lebanon returns what? this was last year show me a picture let me look. I don't believe that's a peacock. Whatever you're thinking. No, it's a peacock. Logan, I'm so concerned. Look, no, this was in Pittsburgh. We had a peacock running around. What the heck? Why? <laughs> I don't know. Is that the only one? Or has it got like a flock? Chilling. It might be just one. Like maybe someone had a peacock. One is enough to be running in Pittsburgh. <laughs> At least it wasn't like a crew of snakes or something. Oh my god, which we've also had. We've had giant snakes. Oh, snake we had the problems. huge snake in the park. In Frick Park. In Frick Park. Oh my god. Frick Park can't catch a break. Isn't that where the bridge fell too? <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> All our viewers, you guys should come to Pittsburgh. Or most of you live in Pittsburgh, so yeah. you, you know. There's, you know what's up. Even though we don't have werewolves, we got... <laughs> there was the bear too that was running around. Oh god. My, my neighborhood. The bear. There's a bear in your, your neighborhood? Yeah, there was a grizzly bear running around whenever we were, like, first moving in. Logan, <laughs> why didn't I know about this? That's actually scary. Oh, we were fine. You could have got mauled. It could have snuck up on your little deck. It, like, keys it our climbs. house and breaks in. They're going to say it keys Danielle's car. <laughs> Her car did get keyed, though, like, last week. <laughs> you got, you're joking. That's so funny. If I was oh a bear, god. I'd key Danielle's car, too. If you're listening to Danielle, I'd do it again. Oh my god. <laughs> I so was the bear funny. who did it. Oh my god. So, <laughs> so the persecution of werewolves and the associated folklore is an integral part of the witch hunt phenomenon. Um, <laughs> however, it is a marginal one. Accusations of lycanthropy being involved in only a small fraction of witchcraft trials. So, hmm. I guess that wasn't really brought up in the Salem Witch Trials one, but I guess... During the witch trials, people were also accused of being a werewolf. Oh, I don't... I Maybe I've heard of that a long time ago. Like... Like, vaguely. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense why witches and werewolves are always put, like, together. Because mm-hmm. I think I've seen that in horror shows before, where, like, a witch is also a werewolf sometimes. Yeah. You know, I kind of like that some people were being, like, mm-hmm. accused of being werewolves, too. Because then it's yeah. like it's not just a thing against women. Yeah. Because <laughs> it seemed, because before it kind of seemed like they were just targeting women for like acting oh. out. I mean, we being talked witches. about it. It was a very misogynistic, yeah. gross thing that happened. But like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's nice to see some men being put in their place, you know? <laughs> like, like to see some men put on trial for You're a little a too aggressive and hairy. I think you're a werewolf. <laughs> Calm down. Punch a hole in the wall, Mr. <laughs> aggressive. Oh my God. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So during, let's see. Yes, during the early period of accusations of lycanthropy were mixed with acute accusations of wolf riding or wolf charming. Hmm. Uh, the case of Peter Stump of 1589 led to a significant peak in both interest and in persecution of werewolves, primarily in French-speaking and German-speaking Europe. The phenomenon persisted longest in Bavaria and in Austria with persecutions of wolf charmers recorded until well after 1650. The final cases taking place in the early 18th century in uh, Carinthia, Styria, Styria, yeah. Mm. Um, and just a quick look at that. Uh, Wolf Charmers um, was basically um, a malevolent spell that causes a wolf attack. So even oh. though you're not a werewolf, you're see- you're putting a werewolf onto someone you don't like. Which I can oh. see how, like, they think, like, oh, a witch must have seeked this werewolf out. So they're trying to get two people down. Still blaming the women. <laughs> so I guess not all is uh, equal still. Hmm. They said, let's still blame the women. <laughs> oh, um, that's so weird that it was so long ago. 1589. Yeah. What? It was in 1589. That is so long ago. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine. And the final case was 1650. So 17th century. That's crazy that it's been around that long. Like, I feel like I always pictured, like, 1700s, but it being around in 1500s, that's, like, weird. Like, I know that it's, like, really far away, but we've talked about this before. It also doesn't feel that far away. It's, like, hundreds of years, but it's so kind of, like, what we're told in media about that time is very different from what, like, this Like, imagine, like, the pre-Little House on the Prairie people. 
blaming oh, yeah. like <laughs> things on. They're like accusing werewolves. Like... Yeah, <laughs> imagine Little House on the Prairie if it were werewolves. Changes oh the God. whole game. That's the reboot we need. That's that what we should write. That is the reboot we this. need. Although that was in fifteen hundreds, but like picture it back even earlier. <laughs> Isn't the intro to Little House on the Prairie like out like a wide shot of like the house and it's like fun little <laughs> music is playing? What if like you just hear like a screech and it's like werewolf scratch yeah. and then it's nighttime and then they're all like, Aah. I'm about to edit my own version. I th- we actually need that. We really do. It's their Halloween episode. <laughs> that would be really cute. You and I redo Little House on the Prairie. We just edit, like, different angles and stuff. Literally, literally like, everyone's going to be like, I'm really trying to support this project, but this is just <laughs> too much for me. I know. I'm going to research it tonight, just out of curiosity. <laughs> Look up their scariest episode and just make that. Just a recreation of the last yeah. scariest Little House on the Prairie All of their episode. fears, actually, for the werewolf. <laughs> Um, yeah, so after the end of the witch trials, the werewolf became an interest of folklore studies and emerged in a lot of the gothic horror genre, which is werewolf fiction as well, um, as a pre-modern precedence in the medieval romances, Ooh. and are developed in the 18th century out of the semi-fictional chapbook tradition. The trappings of horror literature in the 20th century became part of the horror and fantasy genre of modern popular culture. Hmm. Um which I have heard of that before. Like, um, a lot of books, I guess, in the 18th century, too, were uh, very, like, girl meets werewolf, girl falls in love. Yeah. That's a lot of them. Like, you would see, like, a cover of a romance novel, and it would mm-hmm. be, like, the werewolf with his shirt, like, ripped open, and some, like, woman, like, losing yeah. over him. Yeah, no, yeah. and that was, like, a, probably a huge genre then, because, like, once, like, I think people were starting to speculate that werewolves weren't a thing. Yeah. Like, they were like, let's put them into our novels, like. <laughs> yeah. I, I wonder if, like, when that first started, if the people had, like, a lapse of, like, questioning, like, oh, this is, like, kind of weird, right? Or if yeah. they were just, like, into it immediately, you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm kind of concerned if people are into it. I'm like, it's <laughs> like, not, like... Like, you go to the dollar store and see, like, a book cover of, like, an alien making out with a woman, and she's got, like, he's got, like, ripped abs and stuff. Yeah. Like, that's weird. But, like, did they see books like this, and they're like, yeah, okay. But I'm like, I like I was saying, like, isn't that, like, just bestiality? That's kind of wrong. That's a whole, like, <laughs> wolf. Well, he, he can turn back into a human, so it's like, but it's, oh, which side do I love? <laughs> I hope the man part. <laughs> I hope when he's not like, a dog. I hope for your sake it's the man. I hope he's not a dog. A whole dog wolf? I don't want that for you. You shouldn't want that for you. And I'm not trying to shame nobody, but reconsider. <laughs> reconsider. That's the whole basis of Teen Wolf. Like you're 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 basically I'm... talking about Teen Wolf right now. Now I'm, I'm questioning all the people on that show. Everyone's like, oh Teen I mean... Wolf. Tyler Posey's cute, though, so, like... Are, were maybe. you attracted to him as the wolf? <laughs> I'm not not saying that's Bogan what I'm saying. <laughs> no, no, but sometimes they would just give him the little yeah. ears and the eyes, and you're kind of like, You better Whoa. stop it right here. <laughs> you better you better backtrack. Like, look at him. Like, look at this. <laughs> Absolutely not. He's so cute. Tyler Posey? It's all please. sweaty. Okay, I'm sweaty right now. Yeah. We turned the AC off, so. That's on you, buddy. I have a blanket and a heating pad. I'm doing great. You're literally like, it's like one of the hottest days of the year. And you're like, oh, it's I'm like fine. a burr. <laughs> Big burr. All right, so <laughs> I'm going to talk a little bit about um, the names of, like, werewolves. So, like, what they've been called before and, like, how they got their name. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the word werewolf comes from the old English uh, word uh, werewolf. Like W E R W U L F. Oh yeah, I'm a spelling bee champ. Champ. It's very <laughs> a, a compound of were man and wolf, meaning wolf. Um, the only old High German testimony is in the form of a given name, werewolf. Although mm. an early Middle High German werewolf is found in Burchard of Worms and Berthold of Regensburg, which are just books. Mm-hmm. Um. The word or concept does not occur in medieval Germany poetry or in fiction, but it started gaining popularity from the 15th century. Middle Latin um, also as well used to call them Old Frankish words like werewolf. Um, in Old Norse culture as well had the high importance of werewolves in their Norse mythology, which I didn't know. I didn't know it was in mythology at all. Norse mythology? Yeah, it's in Norse mythology apparently. So like hmm. the Scandinavian like 
I guess that makes sense. Yeah, like Scandinavia now that I'm thinking having... about it. Because I think, like, I've seen pop culture media of, like, Scandinavia like, and, like, werewolves. I feel like that's where it was in the Victoria Justice movie. Was it not in that in mansion? Scandinavia? I feel like it in that mansion. Do you want you me remember? to look? Yeah, the look it up. Who cried werewolf. 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 Yeah. I feel like it was one of those places in the mansion. That'd be so funny. The people couldn't figure out what accent they had. Stop. This is so funny how it's, like, a little... <laughs> Wait, is it a reboot? Because no, it is. I think it is. Because there's one from 1973 as yeah. well. Yeah, it is Yay. a reboot. Okay, yeah, look I'm up what at... the location is. But I feel like I associate more with Scandinavia than I would Germany. Now that I'm thinking about it. Oh, okay. So <laughs> it was in Romania. 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 Okay, same so vibe. Maybe close. I don't know anything. About yeah, geography. don't even. I literally had this conversation with Benjamin the other night. I don't know where anything is, and I'm sorry. Yeah. I simply am sorry. <laughs> Our show is discovery of different like mythologies and cultures, and you and I can't figure out where. Uh, yeah. Russia is. <laughs> you say Russia. I say where. I'm like, where is that? Show me the map. Australia. Good show luck. me the map. <laughs> New I Zealand. Can... Close to Australia. Maybe. Green. It's green. green. It, Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Iceland, Greenland, where is that? Isn't Iceland I know green? Flipped. But yeah, Greenland green isn't. One. Yeah, they Which is people. stupid. Reconsider your names. <laughs> well, they did that because of the, like, uh, I don't I don't uh-huh. know which war it is, so <laughs> oh, <laughs> don't no. call me out on the podcast. But they Calling changed it because of, like, the war. They were like, we're going to go to Greenland. And then they, like, changed it oh, to Iceland. Oh, to, like, trick them? To trick them. Oh, so geese. when they got there, they were like, why is everything so icy? <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. Actually, it's kind of iconic of them. It is kind of iconic. I'll give it to them. They can keep it for now. <laughs> Just for this once. Exactly. All right. So we're going to get into the history now of all the different mm. mythologies that come with it. So we're starting with Indo-European comparative mythology. So the werewolf folklore found in Europe harks back to a common development during the Middle Ages arising in the context of Christianity and the associated interpretation of pre-Christian mythology in Christian terms. Their underlying common origin can be traced back to Proto-Indo-European mythology, where lycanthropy is reconstructed as an aspect of the initiation of the warrior class. Hmm. Oh, I've seen that before too, actually. Um, And Hmm. just to define it, Proto-Indo-European mythology is the body of myths and deities associated with the Proto-Indo-Europeans and the hypothetical speakers of the re- constructed proto-indo-european language although mythological motifs are not directly attested so um it's kind of like the old language before modern christianity yeah. became a thing mm-hmm. um but i feel like i've seen that before like wolves being used as a way to be a warrior so just showing you this picture for a second it's like a man covered in oh. like a wolf skin yeah, yeah yeah like it's the first process before becoming a werewolf in a way oh. like kind of like you're being initiated into that's a creepy way to think about it i always thought it was to like scare people off which it I think was it, i think it's probably both like they probably were trying to find like double meanings in a lot of but what they you did. the fact that that would initiate you into the process <laughs> of becoming a werewolf absolutely not oh my god like i can't imagine like imagine you didn't know <laughs> That's, like, honestly, like, the original furry, if you really think Stop about it. Stop Like, it. wearing, like, little wolf skins and being like, ow, that's, that's being a furry. Ow, I guess. <laughs> ow, no. I guess. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> um. <laughs> this is too much. <laughs> this is, yeah, this is a wild first episode. This I'm living too, for it. Is it happy summer? <laughs> I said happy summer. Here's a chaotic werewolf episode. Here's chaos. Fall in love with the werewolf or die. What if I turn into a werewolf by the end of this episode? I start going like... Uh, <sighs> and, then I, and then I'm like wearing it. Uh-huh. What if you turn into a blanket for having a blanket on? I probably will at some point. <laughs> Halfway through me talking about this next segment, you're, I'm going to be like, Tiffany, Tiffany. You're My just final be a blanket. form, I'm a quilt. we just turned into the things we're wearing i put on a coat and i'm like i'm a coat (laughs) i'm a coat (laughs) i'm a quilt i identify as a blanket i actually identify as a quilt thank you very much (laughs) stitch by stitch seam and then i have to like and then i'm like oh there's dust all over this and i (laughs) I guess You just hear yelling from the quilt. You're like, I don't know what's happening. You're like, I'm a rug. And I'm like, all right, got to put you on the clothesline. Time to vacuum. (laughs) Start beating you with it. Time to put it in the washer. (laughs) Can you imagine being put through the washer? (laughs) 
Have you ever really thought about that? Guys, also, if I'm a little wacky this episode, I just had caffeine for the first time in two for the days. the first time. In two days. That's not that long, but for me, that's something special. I love it. I feel so a little much. weird. Um. So, yeah. So, such transformations of men into wolves came in pagan cults were associated with the devil from the early medieval perspective. Wait, I think I knew that. They were associated mm. with cults. Yeah, because it's like packs of werewolves, packs of witches. They were just ready to, like get everyone like mm-hmm. demon devil like oh my god logan i forgot to tell you something <laughs> is it about which it's about cults oh okay i have a fear that i might have not joined a cult but applied for something that's very cult-like and i'm afraid mm. i applied for a pyramid scheme which is kind of the same which thing I, I think it's something like that i'm gonna have to show you the website Okay. Because it was on Indeed, and it seems legit, but not legit at all. Mm-hmm. Because it's like a very general position, and they're offering like thirty to sixty an hour, which is weird already. Mm-hmm. And they said they got like a thousand applications. They answered me. That sounds dangerous. I would not. But mm-mm. no, but their whole website is like scary. Absolutely. Like it not. looks like a cult. Like it has that like higher being type of like weird energy. I bet you it's a pyramid scheme. I bet it's a I cult, bet you, 100%. and I'm pretty sure I applied to a cult. <laughs> So, I'll show you after. I'll get your details, but continue okay. with your pagan cult stuff. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, the concept of werewolf in Western and Northern Europe is strongly influenced by the role of the wolf in German paganism, which I did not know was a hmm. thing. Okay. Well, I guess I did, because, yeah. Yeah. German paganism. Like, that's a thing, because uh, Hansel and Gretel's German, right? And that's Oh, a yeah. So, that's like, You're right. yeah. That, I don't know that's a how lot I of stuff. figure out things. <laughs> you said the math ain't mathin'. <laughs> but there are related traditions in other parts of Europe as well, which were not necessarily influenced by Germanic uh, tradition, especially in Slavic Europe and in the Balkans, and possibly in areas bordering the Indo-European sphere, um, which is the um, the Caucasus. I think that's how you say that, um, or where Indo-European cultures have been replaced by military conquest in the medieval era. Okay. So in his in his Man into Wolf nineteen forty eight, Robert Eisler tried to cast the Indo European tribal names meaning wolf or wolf men in terms of the European transition from fruit gathering to predator hunting. Oh no. Okay, so I couldn't just stay with the fruits. <laughs> so that's that's kinda interesting too, like calling some like just a regular person a wolf because mm-hmm. they used to be a fruit gatherer and now they're a hunter. Yeah. That's kind of so interesting to think about. Makes sense, because now their personality is more of a predator, so it's, like, wolf-like. It's kind of like, what's what's going on here? This seems sketch. I just want to collect the fruits, that's all. Why can't I keep collecting the fruits? Can you imagine, like, you're out, like, picking berries the one day, and they're like, Tiffany, you're gonna be a werewolf now. Like, We're that's, like, puberty. You. I'm like, please don't. And they're like, like, go eat that cat. <laughs> a cat? I don't know. It's the first animal. I'd never eat a cat. <laughs> first animal you thought of. Because I like cats. You, said, you like cats, so you'll eat <laughs> No. What other creatures? I like you. Am I going to eat you? I hope not. Or yeah. Unless you're a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> we need like a lightning sound effect. Or thunder, I mean. You can't hear lightning. I'll start the episode with that. It's like, kapow. Like the really cheesy sound. Yeah. Yeah. Like. We'll put it in. You have to find it now. I want that kerchow sound. I'm looking. I don't want this to be too loud. Hold on. Like how the beginning of Scooby-Doo is. Yeah, kind of like <laughs> the Rockton Werewolf. Okay. Yeah. Can you hear this? I can't tell. Can you hear it? I hear it a little bit. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, I love it. Now make your werewolf I have it sound. Over the mic. I'm going to imagine. It's kind of faint. Oh, that's good. Okay, werewolf sound. Go. I'm closing my eyes. Oh. <laughs> it's so visual. I didn't want to be loud. I was being a polite werewolf. Oh, let me do it. Put it back on. I just... <laughs> Logan, that's so rude. I'll do, do it my own. Lightning. Are you? You're welcome. That one, See? that one wasn't as, like... Yours was on par with mine. Yours I was... I was being polite. Uh, 
I don't want to wake the neighbors. They're not sleeping. It's 8.35 in the evening. No, but I mean, like, as the theoretical werewolf. If mm-hmm. I'm running around and I'm, like, You're right. You don't, you don't want them to be suspicious. There's a werewolf in that place. I get they'll it. They'll die. Yeah. It's they'll like, they'll burn you with the stake or whatever they do to werewolves. Yeah. Stab you in the heart. Is that what it is? Because either way, I'm screwed. If they like me, they'll eat me. And if... <laughs> they literally can't. I won't, I won't let them. I'll become a witch. Save That's you. so nice of you. That's friendship right there. Oh, you and I are like a werewolf and a witch, kinda. Aww. Aww. We should go trick or treating dressed as a werewolf and a witch. We should. I should be a werewolf next year. I know my costume. You'll be. You'd it. be a good werewolf. I have the jean shorts. So. Do it. Why not? Oh. I get little hairs put on me. <laughs> That'll be, be kind of cute. Okay, I'm getting so off. <laughs> I can't help it. It's a fun episode. <laughs> um. So we're gonna talk about now the classical into um in. The classical mythology of uh, werewolves, basically. Mythology. I'm not going to try to pronounce that. <laughs> so, a few references to men changing into wolves are found in ancient Greek literature as well and in mythology. Herodos, in the book Histories, wrote that the Newer, a tribe he places at the northeast of Scythia, were all transfo- transformed into wolves once every year for several days and then changed back into their human shape. This tale was also mentioned by um, Pompeius Mella. Um, so, yeah, they were a part of Greek mythology as well, which I think mm. is very interesting because that's so, like, far back in a way. I feel like, like werewolves have to be real. Like, it's just weird that all these different people... Like, they're an ancient culture, like... Yeah. Like, all different parts of the yeah. world are recognizing werewolves as something. Yeah, like, the same time they were believing in, like, Zeus and Aphrodite and, like, Poseidon, they were also believing werewolves, werewolves. were around. Like, it has to be true, right? Yeah. There might be one outside the window, like, listening to us right now, kind of like, Aru. this is a great episode. <laughs> um, so, in the 2nd century BC, the Greek geographer uh, Pausinus related to the story of King Lycon of Ar- Arcadia who was transformed into a wolf because he had sacrificed a child on the altar of Zeus. Um, In the version of the legend told by Ovid in his book Metamorphosis, when Zeus visits Lycon disguised as a common man, Lycon wants to test if he really is a god. To that end, he kills Molosian hostage and serves his entrails to Zeus. Disgusted, the god turns Lycon into a wolf. However, in other accounts of the legend, like that of um, this book, Zeus blasts him and his son with thunderbolts as punishment, casting them as werewolves. Oh my gosh. That... They deserved it. I mean, they deserve more than that. But... <laughs> That's like kind of interesting, though, because like, his name was Lycius, and the word for werewolf is also known as lycanthrope. So oh, like, I wonder if this was like one the of the beginning. origins of the word as well. That's crazy. Right? Oh, Wow. Right? Wow. I'm just, like, that's, that's so interesting that, like, it's possible lycanthrope came from, like, ancient Greek culture. Yeah. Um. That's, that's crazy. So he said, wild. you're a werewolf, you disgusting human. Now you're <laughs> well, a werewolf. I feel like Zeus is punishing everybody. Yeah. Every time like, we talk about a Greek uh, mythology, it's like, dang, Zeus is just at it again. I mean, this he? guy did deserve it, though. <laughs> I mean, kid. yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. I'm, not, I'm not trying to, like, no. be like, ah, <laughs> he shouldn't have been turned into a werewolf. That's so unfair. Sentenced to death. By werewolf. By existing as a werewolf. Good luck. Everyone's going to chase you. <laughs> exactly. What if so, it's been the same werewolf this entire time? Jumping around the world? Like there's just one singular yeah, werewolf. Yeah, it's always been it's that this guy. guy. He just can't die. He goes to the bar for a beer. He's like, I, can't I was punished this. by Zeus one time. He's like, all right, buddy. He's like, okay, get a grip. <laughs> Throw up. Can you imagine? He goes everywhere. <laughs> it's just, he's doomed to people trying to kill him for the rest of his life. They can't die. It'd be the worst fate. Um, so yeah, so it looks like based off this mythology as well, um, people being turned into werewolves wasn't just a one-off event, but that mm-hmm. men have been transformed into wolves during sacrifices to Zeus oh, since the time go. of Lyacon. Oh. So if they abstain of tasting human flesh while being wolves, they would be restored to human for, um, nine years later. But if they do, they will remain wolves forever. So... Zeus has been punishing people who, like, sacrifice yeah. humans to him for so long that it creates other werewolves. That's so that's Weird. so interesting because that's kind of like the Wendigo thing also. Because, mm-hmm. like, the whole, like, you become a Wendigo by eating human flesh. And yeah. And they become werewolves by... That's so interesting. Wait, was it saying that if they eat human flesh as a werewolf, they have nine years 
without being a were- what was the thing? So, so basically, after Zeus punishes them and yeah. they become a werewolf, mm-hmm. they have to abstain from eating human flesh abstain. for nine years. And once they do that, they will be turned back into a human. I but understand. If they break it, they will be werewolves for the rest of their lives. Oh, that's, that's so a lot. interesting. They gotta eat something else. But that's kind of like go like it's just so interesting. It goes back to the Wendigo thing because I yeah. feel like the more cases we've been doing, the more we're like. Oh, this kind of matches up with this thing Mm -hmm. and that thing. Like, Like, everything's very connected. mm -hmm. It's weird, but I love it. I just love that, like, ancient lore and, like, just, like, mythology like this just seems to all kind of play into each other at some point. Yeah. I just like hearing all the different origin stories for things. Like, Mm -hmm. I liked hearing about the, like, thing. Yeah. It's just like, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, this is, like, a side thing, but I think that's one of my favorite things about, uh, the podcast lately too is like kind of like we've been seeing a lot more intersection of things we've talked about so yeah it's super fun. good to hear about werewolves after all this time yeah no quite literally <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to jump forward to the middle ages the middle ages the middle ages so we're we're out of ancient culture and we're in the middle ages baby from the yeehaw days the yeehaw days i guess so yeehaw a middle medieval cowboy Yeehaw. Yeehaw, I say. Yeehaw, doth I say. Yeehaw, doth I say. Yeehaw, I say. I don't even know how to be British and yeehaw. Huh? How do you be British and say yeehaw? Hello, babes. Hello. Hello, yeehaw, my boy. Yeehaw, babes. Yeehaw, babes. Yeehaw, babes. I love this for us. Yeehaw. (laughs) Um, So in the Middle Ages, there is evidence of widespread belief in werewolves in Europe, um, this evidence spans much of the continent as well as the British Isles. Oh, there you go! Ah, British Isles, the love. British Isles. Babes. I love it. Yeehaw! Little <laughs> <laughs> um, werewolves were mentioned apparently in medieval law codes, mm. such as that of King um, mm-hmm. of King. Let's say the first letter of his name. C N U T. Oh no! <laughs> of Maybe King, don't. King King C U N T. What a guy! Who's um informs that the codes aim to ensure that the madly audacious werewolves do not uh widely devastate nor bite too many of the spiritual flock. What? So basically, like, there's, like, a code in here that mm-hmm. this king made being, like, hey, can you not eat our sheep, maybe? <laughs> maybe like, don't. Why, why would the werewolves listen to the king? What is he gonna do? Put him in jail? Like, proclamation from the king, guys. Proclamation from the king. Looks like we gotta um, do our, we have to eat less sheep now. Don't flabby, they're gonna put us in, in jail. Imagine a bunch of werewolves behind bars. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um... The Middle Ages are just wild. (laughs) They're wild. Because there's also a person, apparently, who reports that he can use magic to turn himself into a werewolf. Like, he had a diary written about, Mm -hmm. like, he called himself a proclaimed wizard and (laughs) said he could turn himself into a werewolf. But also, who am I to judge? If it's in his diary, that's his truth, you know? (laughs) Mm -hmm. If it's in his diary, it must be true. Exactly. They got that on eBay or something? I want to buy it. His diary? Exactly. I should start doing that. Like, writing in a diary. Like, I was the most liked person ever. I did this and that. And then, like, when they find it 200 years from now, I'm like, this person sounds I'm gonna, I think, since I have my whole journaling thing, what if I got a journal and just put a bunch of false stuff in it? Like, today I traveled to Italy and turned into, like, a bird. (laughs) That's... Yeah. Just to mess with scientists later? Yeah, they're just like, she turned into a bird? I saw the wings coming out of my back. I didn't tell my mom. (laughs) They're like, like, my mom can never know. She can never know. Um. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I need it. I want it. I have to. Um. All right. Where was I going to go with this? All right. So, um. Apparently, in a lot of literature as well at this time, there were beliefs that you could transform to into a lot of things other than just werewolves. He also says that he believes that there were women who could turn themselves into cats and into snakes. Ooh, and it was I a like widespread that. belief across Europe. I've never heard snakes. Women turning into cats, I've heard. But mm. snakes? That's cool. Yeah. But that's so interesting because that, again, circles back to witches. Like, again, mm-hmm. like the idea, because like, you see a lot of like stuff where it's like witches will turn into cats. Yeah. Well, now like that. that I'm thinking about snakes, I guess that makes sense. Because have you ever seen like the 
videos of like the snake charming type things. Mm -hmm. Like I can imagine like a temptress mm -hmm. as a snake. Like whoa. Like, like singing. turning into a snake. Or yeah, something. yeah. That's cool. That's so interesting to me. Um uh, so let's see here. Um so the phrase that he used for transformations like this is uh the phrase Que Ida Dinus Cantor, which when discussing these metaphor metamorphosis translates to the word it is known, which is kinda cool. Ooh, wait, so this is what he said like it was called, or this is what he said to become this is like this is like uh, the phrase he called people who would transform. Okay, at He'd first like, I thought it was like the ritual thing to try. I was I like, mean, we're gonna turn into like a cat now. May maybe it is though too. Like, who am I to say that like that's not like a part of it either? Like, they say it in the mirror three times. Because if he because if he's saying that's like what the process is called, like there has to be a reason. Like, because that's yeah. very witchy. Like, quieta mm contour. -hmm. It sounds like a like, little thing. And just it being called, like, it is known is so, like, creepy. It's like, ooh, it's like, known. All is known. It is known. Um, so, Jirofsi, uh, the one we're talking about right now, uh, mm -hmm. was writing in Germany, also tells the reader that the transformation of men into wolves cannot be easily dismissed. For, in England, we have often seen men change into wolves. Mm. Uh, further evidence of widespread belief in werewolves and other human-animal transformations can be seen in the theological attacks made against such beliefs. Uh, Conrad of Hirasau, writing in the 11th century, forbids the reading of stories in which a person's reason is obscured following such a transformation. Um, mm. Conrad specifically refers to the tales of Ovid in his tract, um, which is pseudo-Augustine, writing in the 12th century, follows Augustine of Hippo's argument that no physical transformation can be made by any but God stating that the body cannot be changed into the material limbs of any animal. Mm. So kind of that whole section is like a few people just debating on if it's even possible. Like, mm -hmm. no, like God is the only person who can transform himself to our eyes. Yeah. Then other people are saying, um, but no, um, we can't obscure from the idea that these transformations are happening. Yeah. And will be happening. Just weird. So many people have seen it or witnessed it in time throughout like different places. So like they're mm -hmm. onto something. No, literally, which is just so um, interesting mm -hmm. to like talk about. Going to mm -hmm. I think. Let's see. All right, the last history thing I'll talk about here is yes. about early modern history where there were numerous reports of werewolves attacks and consequent court trials, as we've mentioned before, in the 16th century France. In some of the cases, there was apparently clear evidence against the accused of murder and cannibalism, Ooh. but with no association with wolves. In other cases, people have been terrified by such creatures, such as that of Giles Garnier in Dole in 1573, who was convicted... Um, and found guilty of being a werewolf. Mm. Um, and it looks like here it says Gills was a French serial killer and cannibal and hermit that was convicted of being a werewolf at this time. Oh, so, creepy. That's that's kind of an interesting thing to think about too, because like obviously they had enough evidence to prove that he was a cannibal and stuff. But it's mm -hmm. interesting to think like even though these people didn't see him turn into a werewolf. Um, yeah. Like, even though they didn't see him turn into a werewolf, they had theories that he was because he was doing things like that. Yeah. It's also interesting to think that, like, in their brains, maybe they called it a werewolf. Like, called mm -hmm. him a werewolf because it was too hard for their minds to concept that, like, a human would have the desire to eat another human being. Yeah. So they were like, he has to be, like, a werewolf. Yeah. Like, which, that's crazy. Which is so interesting, because that, again, goes back to the Zeus thing as well, where mm -hmm. he was kind of like, if you abstain from eating humans for nine years, I'll turn you back, or whatnot. Like, it kind of plays into those ideas of, like, oh, they eat human flesh, only human flesh, mm -hmm. kind of thing. Like, what if there's a thing that, like, cannibals just turn yeah. into werewolves? All cannibals turn into werewolves. Yeah. The Donner Party. Oh my god. They all become werewolves. I mean, I wonder if, like, that was a thing, like, um, during that time, if there were people who, like, knew about this literature of um, werewolves and kind of referred to them as that before. Mm -hmm. Like, those people are just wolves. And yeah. Even, like, a throwaway thing like that, like, mm -hmm. is kind of so interesting to think about. Yeah. 
I don't know. Wild. I, I just think it's so interesting that there was a there's like legal evidence that there was a conviction of a werewolf. Oh yeah, quote werewolf. That's weird. Like there's legal documentation out there that says someone was prosecuted for being a werewolf. Like that's just as crazy as like the government like saying, "Yep, there's aliens." Yeah. It's like what? Yeah. It's there's just, werewolves. Yeah. That. Ugh. Spooky. Right. Oh my goodness. All right. So, let's see here. We're going to jump to uh, the rest of just the idea of being a werewolf, characteristics that come with it. Yeah. And we'll jump into a little bit of becoming a werewolf. Um, so the characteristics. The beliefs classed together under uh, common lycanthropy are far from uniform, and the term is somewhat um, um, applied. So the transformation may be temporary or sometimes permanent. Uh, there were animals that may be the man himself in metamorphosis, um, but maybe his double whose activity leaves the real man to all appearances and unchanged. It may be his soul that's doing it, um, which goes forth seeking whomever it may devour, leaving its body in a state of trance, or maybe no more than the messenger of a human being, or a real animal or familiar spirit. So this mm. is like the theory and idea that when you become a werewolf, you could be just like laying in bed, but mm -hmm. your soul leaves your body. Oh. Kind of like a Patronus. Yeah. Thing, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's similar. And then like the idea of, we always talk about it, that the, uh, what is it called? When you leave your body? Um, yeah. When you leave your body. Oh, what yes. is it called? Astral projection. Yeah. But you're a werewolf. Um, But it's just, and I've seen that before in culture where like, um, in even popular media, if someone will like be running around as a werewolf all night, get back to bed. All their clothes are gone. They're mm -hmm. bloody. They have scratches. And they don't know what happened. They don't know what happened to yeah. them. Which is, like, a huge thing. So that, like, makes sense that that's, like, a big thing where people don't think you either become a werewolf. Sometimes they think you your spirit is a werewolf. But you Creepy. leave your body to feed like this. What if everyone just gets possessed by that, like, what's the guy's name? The lichen? Lichen? Like, the lichen. first guy? Yeah. yeah. What if they His always get like possessed lichen. by him? Oh my god! His like, wolf spirit. You, everyone after him becomes a wolf spirit by his spirit. I mean, that's very possible. Like that. Yeah. So, um, that's kind of like one of the main like ideas, the characteristics of a werewolf, and then of course, you know, the tall tale physical traits of one um, outside of their human form include the meeting of uh, both their eyebrows at the bridge of the nose, curved fingernails, Ooh. low set ears and a swinging stride i don't know what a swinging stride it's means. like, like walking oh like your arms like swinging. he's so top heavy he has to be like oh, yeah <laughs> oh that's probably why they're hunched over because they got such big arms they got those big long arms hi tyler Just sound like a little... <laughs> oh what you gotta quit <laughs> um <laughs> so yeah apparently also as well with the characteristics um here a lot of people during the trials to figure out if you were a werewolf or not mm -hmm. would try to look and see if you had any like random scratches on your body or something like they would like look for things like that or would also um uh you could also establish what a werewolf was by the bristles on their tongue oh. so if they had like really because you know a little like eh, like bristles that are on there and they're like huge <laughs> your taste buds yeah, like the bristles, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, like Little your buds. taste buds. If they're like huge or like yeah. look kind, like your tongue looks kind of off. Sharp. Apparently, in a lot of European culture, they use that to be like, "Oh, you're a werewolf." werewolf. Okay. Well, you're just born like that, and they're like werewolf. And you're like, but 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 this is genetic. <laughs> Please. Um. Yeah. So becoming a werewolf. So, uh, various methods for becoming a werewolf have been reported, but one of the simplest being the removal of clothing and putting on a belt made of wolf skin, as we talked about mm -hmm. before. Like you put that on, and you are now associated as a werewolf. In other cases, the body is rubbed with a magic salve, mm -hmm. which is like kind of like a hallucinogenic ointment, I guess, that was really popular in European witchcraft. Okay. Salve. I that's just, like, so interesting, because it sounds like they're talking about, like, an acid or LSD trip. Yeah. And they're, like, like, they got so high, and they're, like, guys, I'm a werewolf. And they're just, like, a normal person. It kind of sounds like that. It kind of sounds like then they, like, started to get these cannibalistic things going on. Yeah. And they think they're a werewolf. 
Yeah, this is actually the one I find the most interesting in how to turn into a werewolf. And I was so intrigued by this, but apparently, like, if you drink the rainwater out of the footprint of a werewolf, uh-huh. you become a werewolf. So, like, oh, okay. you're walking down the trail, you're thirsty, you know, like, long day, and you see a footprint and there's water in it. You're like, oh, mm. scoop. <laughs> Aru! Like, yeah, scoop Aru, I guess. <laughs> you just uh, scoop and Aru. You grab so, a little travel straw, you sip that up. <laughs> exactly so so unsanitary that's just so interesting to me like um as well it's believed in swedish culture that werewolves were initiated by draining a cup of specially prepared beer and repeating a set of formulas um in one of in one book that's stated in swedish culture um the form of an incantation still familiar in russia in italy france and germany it was said that a man or woman to turn into a werewolf if he or she on a certain Wednesday or Friday slept outside on a summer night with the full moon shining directly on his or her face. Today's Wait, Friday. Today's Friday, Is baby. Is there a full moon? Is there a full look moon it up, tonight? Look it up. Pull look. that up. Is there a full moon tonight? Oh, the next full moon will be... Oh, it was Tuesday, June 14th. Oh, we missed it. We well, missed that wouldn't have been well, the right day Tuesday, of the week anyway, so... so. That's when is what if people like Google this to try to become a werewolf? When is the <laughs> next full moon on a Friday? <laughs> oh my god, they have a full moon calendar on Is there one in the com. summer? We're about to find out. Oh, this on is so what was long. the other day? A Sunday? The next full moon is July 13th. Should I request off work? We can sleep on your balcony. Oh. <laughs> you want to try it? You want to become werewolves? Yeah, I can request off. In July 13th. And what day of the week is that? Friday or Sunday? Well, if it's a Sunday, we can't do it. It's got to be... Uh, oh, it has to be Friday. It doesn't say what day it is. Well, no, look on your calendar. I'll look on my calendar. Look on your calendar. What's July 13th? I'm um, on Benjamin's thing. I Everyone on phone. the podcast is hearing us uh, like click, click, click. immediately come together to become... Okay, you said July 13th? Yes. America. Please be a Wednesday or Friday. Please, please, please. July 13th. It's Monday. Oh my god. Wait, Stupid that's June. Mondays. It's oh. June. Oh <laughs> There's still hope for us oh, yet. Okay, okay. Why isn't it showing me July? Month. <laughs> okay, okay. Sorry, Month. sorry. It's a Wednesday. It's a Wednesday, so we, we, yeah. we'll turn into wolves. Wait, I thought it was... it's Wednesday or Friday. Oh, I thought it was Sunday. So we're meeting up on July 13th and gonna sleep under the buck moon. That's do, what they do say. Do you work on Thursdays? Huh? Do you work on Thursdays? I do, but I, I'll just call in sick. Okay, let's do it. Our Can you imagine work... I call in sick to try to be a werewolf? I'm like, sorry, I'm really guys. sick. I'm having, I, I'm having like a werewolf today. <coughs> I'm really sorry. <coughs> no, but like, seriously, will you do that? Like maybe we can talk about it. Okay, okay. <laughs> Anywho, um, right. So the last thing we'll talk about here is uh the idea of how to remedy when you become a werewolf. Okay. So various methods have existed for removing the werewolf form in antiquity. Uh, the ancient Greeks and Romans believed in the power of exhaustion in curing people of lycanthropy. The mm. victim would be subjected to long periods of physical activity in the hopes of being purged of the malady. Malady? Malady? Yeah, yeah. that's what it says. It's malady, but I've malady. never heard that word before. Uh, this practice stemmed from the fact that many alleged werewolves would be left feeling weak and debilitated after committing um, such physical activity. Mm-hmm. That's so interesting. But, like, I've seen in Teen Wolf, <laughs> like, if their heartbeat gets really quick, that's when they become a werewolf because they're mm-hmm. running on adrenaline. Yeah. So I feel like that would kind of, like, be almost counterproductive because they would yeah. be, like... Because if they become a werewolf, it's They just like... are a werewolf. I guess if you worked out for an entire day, you couldn't be a werewolf all day, right? You'd have to eventually go back yeah. and exhaust yeah. your human form, right? Mm-hmm. In theory. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and also in medieval e- Europe, traditionally, there are three methods one can use to cure a victim of lycanthropy. Uh, medicinally, usually via the use of wolfsbane, mm, okay. which I've heard of before, mm-hmm. or by surgically removing it. I don't know what? how. 
or by an exorcism. Oh, Everyone's cute. favorite. I love a little exorcism. I love an exorcism. Teehee, um, however, many of the cures advocated by medieval medical practitioners proved fatal to the patient. A mm. Sicilian belief of Arabic origin holds that a werewolf can be cured of its ailment by striking it on the forehead oh. or scalp with a knife. Oh my god. Yeah, that person's not going to live after that, I don't think. Yeah, it sounds like most of these methods are like, oh yeah, we'll definitely cure you being a werewolf. And it's You'll just like, die. That's tragedy. your cure is death. <laughs> Ex- exactly. Like, that's oh just. Oh my gosh. But, well, I feel like, again, like you see that a lot in like a lot of middle age uh, mm-hmm. type of stuff. It's like very not progressive medicine. Don't they get stabbed with a stake, or is that just vampires and that kind of stuff? That's vampires, but um, a big thing? werewolf thing is shooting them in the heart with a silver Steel. bullet. Silver, that's silver what it is. Silver bullets, Okay, baby. I was like, what am I thinking of? Yeah, that was it. Um, Which, I don't know if it talks about that. I looked through this, and I didn't see anything about uh, silver bullets. So, let me look real quick. Where silver did bullets. killing werewolves with silver bullets come from? Silver bullets. We'll see. Because I, I, when I did the research on this, I couldn't find anything on that. Hmm. All right. So the use of silver bullets to kill werewolves had become popular only since it was invented by Kurt Seodmach, the writer of the 1941 film The Wolfman. Ooh. Oh, so it's a like fairly new idea. Yeah. Like killing a werewolf with a silver bullet. Okay. So that came directly from pop culture. That wasn't a... Weird. That wasn't like in the mythology or the folklore. So maybe it doesn't work. What? It probably doesn't work then, since it was produced by media. It was produced by a uh, like a film writer. Unless so that writer like, knows something we don't. Mm, they got this. He secrets. is a werewolf. But he, then why would he tell people that? Yeah. Just to spice it up, stir the pot a little, you know. He's like, no one will know. <laughs> they they won't understand. <laughs> but yeah, so apparently, um, since we talked a lot about like it being like Christianity was involved with a lot of this, um, mm-hmm. and just like that, like, uh. Almost a pandemic. That uh, <laughs> hysteria that came with werewolves. Yeah. A lot of Christian cultures, uh, Christian cultures, like a lot of Christian beliefs, believed that the way to kill a werewolf was to call them by their Christian given name okay. three times, and it would like melt them away of their like ground them their... back to their original. Yeah. Like kind of how you see in some things, like if you say a demon's name three times, Banish they it. go away. Yeah, they vanish. Yeah. Hmm. So. Yeah, so, um, let's see here. So, yeah, so, like, basically, by the end of this, you know, werewolves, after all of this folklore, um, uh, this is so interesting, because this goes back Mm -hmm. to something we've talked about before, um, but, yeah, so most modern fiction, as we talked about, uses silver weapons to highly, um, hurt werewolves. Um, this feature appears in German folklore, um, as well, apparently. But the claim mm. that the beast of uh, Jevodan in the 18th century wolf or wolf-like pleacher was shot by a silver bullet appears to have been introduced by novelists for telling the story up to 1935 mm. in earlier versions. So still new. So, like, they don't know for sure if, like, that's how they killed the beast of Jevodan. Yeah. Which, if you haven't watched that episode, that's one of mine, I believe. It is one of yours. That we covered in, yeah. like, back in season four, I think. Mm-hmm. Go check yeah. it out. So yeah, so basically werewolves have just become such a big part of pop culture. There's been just so many different ways of adapting them. They've been used in all forms of media. So, um, and of course, the most popular werewolf um, series is um, an American werewolf in London. Oh yeah, yeah which is like I think one of known as like the werewolf movie. I'm gonna have there. to watch that. I've never seen it either, but I just know that, like, it's, it's well referred known. to a lot as, like, the werewolf movie. So. Yeah. I'm gonna watch it. Oh, werewolves in London. <laughs> but, yeah, so that is the case of the werewolf. Oh. What do you think? Um, I really liked it. I feel like I believe in werewolves. I think mm-hmm. I do. I don't know to what extent. Yeah. But I like to believe in them, you know, when they're not killing people and stuff. They're <laughs> like, running around making Like, they're noises. a fun idea, but I also, at the same time, like, maybe you shouldn't be killing random people. Maybe I don't want them to murder people, but I like the idea of werewolves <laughs> just chilling, running through the woods, getting all scraggly, yeah. and then coming back to their maybe home. Maybe they can just, like, hang out. 
yeah, just run through the woods at night, get that steam off, you know, yeah. and then come back home. You know, get snuggly like, in bed. Get take that aggression out on a tree and come back and take it. Yeah, out. go scratch up that tree, little guy. <laughs> come back home. I think that's beautiful. Yeah. Um, what was your favorite of like the werewolf adaptations? Because we talked about a lot of different like cultures and um, ideas of werewolves. I really did like the Greek one. I feel like that made the most sense to me, mm-hmm. just because I was like, well, that guy did something really bad, so we got like yeah. in trouble and turned into a werewolf by. Yeah. What's his face? I feel like I'm just like, yeah, he should have been turned into that. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I like that idea. I I actually agree. I think you and I really like mythology a lot in ancient cultures. Yeah. So, like, I really like the Greek one, too. Mm-hmm. Um, And I just love the idea that there's, like, out of all the folklores, I feel like there's not, like, a set of rules of how a werewolf acts or what happens in a lot of them. It just yeah. feels, like, too open, like, mm-hmm. um like too much of an open idea of like oh you can interpret it however you want um, yeah but with the great thing it's like you have nine years once you get to that point if you can make it through mm-hmm. you turn back into a human. like the rules of that makes sense to me and then i yeah. also because it's like a punishment yeah it's don't. a punishment and then i was also intrigued by the idea of the cannibal relation to yeah of like um, the first guilty werewolf. yeah i'm like yeah. that's so interesting i know because i never connected that and it makes a lot of sense yeah because like, it probably would be early ideas of cannibalism were probably tied to that and probably yeah. even for vampires too mm-hmm. um we didn't talk about it a lot on your episode of vampires yeah. but like you know there was a lot of people who were like blood sucking then and i wonder if they were accused of cannibalism as well yeah it's just crazy i just never made that connection and yeah it's interesting i feel like this is like a lot of what we talked about today is such a fresh take on werewolves than what we've been told a lot of the time so it's just like really interesting to like kind of see how far they've come in pop culture to where they were like back to even like greek mythology yeah i like it yeah so i believe in it (laughs) i do too so maybe you and i after this will run over to the park and see if we can find a werewolf interview yeah maybe that'll be a fun little time It'll be cute on or maybe it's me the sun's almost down so. oh gosh guys help <laughs> oh. all right guys this was the first episode of the summer tapes Yay. um gonna do a quick plug please follow us at the mystery files underscore do it. and we also now have merchandise oh my gosh yes we have merch it's really cute yes. go check it out you Get can find us bag. on where can you find it Redbubble. Oh Red my gosh. Bubble, under the mystery, mystery files. files. I was like, find what? <laughs> we we have a new logo as well by our great friend Jules, who yes. did an amazing job on it. So cute. Yeah, there so are Jules please... Drools on IG. Check yes. Them out. Jules Drools. Mm-hmm. Yes. So if you want to buy some merchandise, please send us pictures or let us know. We would love to see it. I know I yes. already got mine and I'm excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> it's really cute. So we will see you guys for the second episode of the mm-hmm. Summer Tapes with Tiffany. Hey, party. We'll see you then, guys. See ya. Goodbye. Bye. Stay scary, home slices. Awoo. Awoo.